Welcome to the uh, beginning of a midweek recorded episode that will only be an hour and a half long. It's going to pack a punch. We're going to crush it for 90 fucking minutes of pure non-value here, pure oppression. 90 minutes. Chad, say something smart. Ooh, put me on the spot. Um, I got nothing smart. I never have anything smart. But I just All work right. hard. I don't work smart. I'm not a smart guy. I just work hard every day. Work hard oh, every yeah. day. Okay. Work hard every day. Just well, except on the weekends. I don't really work that hard. But but would you if you had to? I used to. Maybe that's why I'm so lucky now. Whenever I was starting off like 10 years ago, there was no such thing as a weekend. There was no such thing as a family. There was no such thing. Like, there was nothing at the beginning. At the beginning, it was just me and a shitty little white Sierra and a wheelbarrow. That's it. Nice. Yeah. Was it a Sierra 1500? No, it was a 2500. Gasser. 2002. Dents in the side. uh, Rust everywhere. It was a weapon. Left me stranded a couple times. It was. Do you ever miss it when you get in the Dodge? Absolutely not. Never. <laughs> I went Never from that nostalgia. I went from that white Sierra to a black Sierra Duramax, which also left me stranded a couple times. Wouldn't start in the winter, even if you plugged it in. They had that little uh, that little diesel pump on the inside. You had to like push down on the yeah. round cap a couple times and get in and try and turn it over. It still wouldn't go. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up selling it when I bought my um, Super Duty, my 2012 Super Duty. And the guy who bought it, it had like 350,000 kilometers on it. He called me. I'm like, how did you get my number? He's like, oh, your decals were still like the glue. You could read the number on the side of the truck. He's like, was that a good truck? He said, well, I sold it. <laughs> He's like, I'm putting a plow and a salter on. I said, well, good luck. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, Who puts a plow and a salter on a truck with 350K? I'm sure a that lot of seems guys like a, That's a terrible idea. That's a, the whole idea of snow removal is a terrible idea. <laughs> Let's just double down and fucking... <laughs> I, I shouldn't say that. I mean, I did it for years and years, but it's. Uh, How many years not... did you do it for? For myself, uh, probably three. Okay, it wasn't worth the what we got out of it in the end. It was okay, but then if you do things like calculate how many hydraulic lines you blew because of salt corrosion and the wear and tear on the machines and stuff, I'm like, you're just flipping dollars. So, I don't know. That's my love affair with pushing do you snow. Think do you think your problem with snow plowing is you just don't have a passion for it? Um, I think my problem with snow removal is that the liability is so high. Mm. Like, if insurance was a little more lenient and willing to work with contractors and stuff, I think it would be a lot different. But um, do you think there's anyone out there that has a passion for snow removal? Yes. 
And I'm not talking about the money that they make from snow removal. So not like a business owner, but like an employee. I think there's there's a shit ton of people that just love love removing snow. Fucking love it. I've never met them. Like before you have a family or when you have a family? Because they're two different things. That's true. I used to like snow removal a lot. I could get up in the middle of the night, one o'clock in the morning, go push snow with my headphones in and a big coffee and it would be awesome. And the sun would come up at seven and I'd still be working at 11 o'clock moving piles and all this stuff. And I thought it was awesome. But as soon as you have a family at home and a baby at home, you just get so sick of the whole thing, pushing yeah. piles and you feel like it's waste of time and everything. Like I think, yeah, but I think that stops whenever the family comes into the picture. I don't think it was a deep passion then. That's fine. Well, no, maybe, I, I, maybe it was. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't have any deep passion for it either. I'm saying, <laughs> I know people that do have a deep passion for it and love it and can't wait for it to start. <laughs> and I just, I'm always. It's not. I don't have that kind of. But I look forward to going and moving the snow with the trucks this year. I like. I like moving. I love going out at night and driving the snow around the buildings and dumping it and. The whole I like the whole thing. I love that part of it. I I really really like that. I look forward to it. So I don't. I think it's because it's a bit more like it starts snowing one day. You know everyone's pushing snow, so you know the next night you'll be out. So you have this like twenty four hour, but twenty four hour notice of like saying okay, this is when we're gonna go. There's there's not as much urgency when you go out as whenever That's the why snow is falling, right? Which is I agree. I think takes some of the edge off. I I totally and we also know when we're starting and when we're ending. Yeah. Whereas when you go out to plow snow, you don't know that storm could take twelve hours before it stops snowing, and then you still gotta go clean up everything again because the stuff you did at the start of the storm needs to be redone. Wasn't it Buffalo that got like six feet last year or something like that? Probably that yeah. seems like a buffalo thing. <laughs> <laughs> what they uh, should have done was fired their offensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll fix all your problems with your cursed team. Um, I, I just don't. I that part of it. The I guess you're right. Like as I got older, and I mean, I just the whole like never knowing exactly what's going on. You have to have a certain personality to do that. Yeah. Like with the trucks, at least we have some of that stuff moving the snow doesn't happen for weeks once they get approval from the property guys. So it's all scheduled and everyone knows when you're doing it. And, you know, and the the contracts we have that are move after snowfall, you have like 24 to 48 hours before you know you're going out. 24 at least so that part of it i i really like because i I like being out there at night and i like the whole moving of the snow and uh, you're right i like the sun coming up at seven and you're on your way home i all of it is amazing it just the i think the never knowing exactly what's happening like is hard i guess if you were someone who does salting and salt checks all the time you're out every night and you just get in a rhythm I used to do that whenever I worked at, well, my, my site was 
Ontario, Ontario power generation. So it was a power dam. Um, and regardless of the weather, I'd have to go do a site check at five in the morning to make sure that it wasn't slippery or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I thought it was the greatest thing. They gave me 40 bucks an hour or they'd pay me for two hours and I'd run in for 15 minutes and check. Then I'd go home and have a coffee or whatever. Cause for the most part, you don't have to salt unless there's a snow event, right? It's yeah. rare that you get like a chunk of freezing rain in the middle of the night and then it stops and then you don't have to. Yeah. Normally you're like checking for runoff, right? Yeah. There's a, and I mean, that site was so heavily salted that I think it just permeated everything. Like probably unbelievable how much salt they use there. Like we would put down, 40 tons at a time sometimes and it wasn't a big big space like it was a fairly small small job but you'd drive around the cars and you'd hear the salt pinging off all the cars and stuff like that like i swear like their vehicles are pooched after like three years of working here from all the salt probably yeah has to endure in the winter like this is awful and then like you would have to drive backwards down the middle of the dam, but you could only go to like this red flag because after that you were on American soil and you had to stop before you hit American soil. Wow. Sometimes you'd meet the American snow driver going from the opposite way and you'd get to the middle at the same time and you'd just wave and you go back. And he would scream freedom. (laughs) (laughs) He would head the other way. Yeah. We couldn't hear it though, because, uh, we're, we're uh, so heavily censored that there's a divider in the middle of this dam <laughs> that just blocks all the sound. Uh, so we, don't, we don't get any residual freedom over here. <laughs> Spillover freedom. <laughs> when you're backing up to that line, you're saying, I'm so close to freedom. I could jump. I could, I could, jump. Do it. <laughs> I could run. I could make a run. Make a run for it. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to make a run, but you might be able to. And hop in the back of his salter and never be seen him again. <laughs> I'm a bit worried because we're going to Dominican and uh, I heard there's going to be like a mobbing at the airport of not our finest hour listeners. Wow. Oh, in the Dominican. Yeah, in, the, in the Dominican. Yeah. We're yeah. big there. Huge, huge in Dominican. So I think you'll shake some hand and kiss some babies and. So It'll be a peaceful, <laughs> a peaceful gathering. Uh, is, we're going for a wedding, and I've never been away for a wedding, so that's exciting. Yeah, seems like. Do we, you have to bring a suit, or is it like beachwear wedding? I don't have a suit. I know you're shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. I look like a big suit guy. Um, so I'm bringing khaki pants and a Hawaiian shirt. Look at nice. you by, I think. Yeah, which is a that's a you know, it's a look, it's something. Yeah. Are there going to be paver king stories while you're there? Uh, probably. Yeah, you got to keep up the you know, the flow of the social media. I was reading some stuff saying that people who are getting great um, exposure by the algorithm on Instagram 
are not anymore if you don't change your content because now the algorithm's watching your content and they're trying to force people to change what they normally post. So it's all these people you see and they're like posting weird shit that they wouldn't normally post. It's because the algorithm's now tracking your content. Hmm. And if you po- if all you post is food reviews, it'll start to squash you down because hmm. they're like, oh, we want people who are all constantly in change, keeping interest going. So now there's like people who you know I follow on they do food reviews and now they're like making funny dancing videos. Yeah. I find you'll stagnate, right? You'll hit a point where, where, where else can your audience grow? And then people will try to change up their, now now the algorithm is actively shoving you down. Yeah. So you're telling me soon we're going to see Caleb Allman do the Dougie. (laughs) (laughs) But that's why he's going to do the Macarena. Yeah, it's if people aren't changing up what they're doing, then they're gonna their cut their reach is gonna start getting shoved down. So I don't. I'm I'm gonna keep continuing to do what I do and get shoved down. Fuck the algorithm, it can suck it. I don't care. I'm gonna keep doing what I do, and they can shove me down and shadow ban me because they're tired of my my content, whatever that is. Whatever that means. Where are you going to be in Dominican Republic? I have no idea. Okay. The bus, because we do the have we do have at least five listeners in Dominican Republic. And like it's constantly? telling me 60% of them are, are in Puerto Plata. And 40% of them are in Provincia de Santo Domingo. So you have a, you have Santo, a chance to meet five of our listeners while you're. Well, tell them to come by the airport. <laughs> like, this won't be out. I'll be I'll be home. Well, yeah. maybe maybe I won't. Maybe this will come out when I'm away. That's no good. Someone's gonna break. Oh well, we have someone house sitting. So break in, motherfuckers. He'll take <laughs> you down. Having the three-legged Mexican dog will drop you. Do the house sitters know to drink all the milk? <laughs> while they're there no, no milk. I, yeah you need to drink all the milk the milk must be drank uh no didn't you say you had some segment for this episode mike yeah you guys want to get into it already i don't know this is a short episode right let's uh okay this is 90 minutes of action-packed not our finest hour i've got this a couple really of things so we not, got... our, not our finest 45 minutes not our finest 45 minutes yeah this is, um, yeah, I'll share my screen and uh, we'll see how this goes. I don't know how this is going to go, but, and I'm going to post something on Instagram right now. So this is something visual for our listeners, but if you go to our Instagram page, you'll see it there as well as we can kind of explain it to you as we go with it here. So this is, um, do you see my screen? Yeah. Yeah. So you're just starting your business. You have $15 to spend. How do you spend it? And then there's a column of one, two, three, four, five dollars. And then it's got in each of those rows. So five dollars has, has four different things. Four dollars is four different things and so on. So you have fifteen dollars. What do you start your business with? Five dollars. Get out a piece of paper. Yeah, get out a piece of paper while I explain this here. How, how much does a piece of paper cost? <laughs> that's how I do. That's my estimating software. <laughs> we do have the software in here. Perfect. We've got uh, $5 has Foreman. How much dump- did you put the software as? 
three dollars. Three dollars. Okay, middle fair. of the road. Fair. Middle of the road. No, that's fair. I thought yeah. you might make it cheap, so everyone got the software. <laughs> I feel like that's that's fair. Uh, five dollars has foreman dump truck tilt rotator and a number one ranking website. Four dollars has a skid steer, an excavator, a mini skid, and a buggy. Three dollars has a laborer, a pickup truck, a reversible compactor, and the headquarters software. A uh, small plug there. And two dollars has a dump trailer, an enclosed trailer, laser level, or an altimeter. And one dollar is hand tools, demo saw, dustless saw, and a compactor. So you have five dollars. You can also see this visual. Actually, we're, we're caught up by the time you listen to this on our YouTube channel. And you can find this visual also on uh, the I'm a Heartscaper Instagram. And I'm posting it now to the Not Our Finest Hour Instagram. Fifth question. Yeah, go for it. If you get a ticket from OSHA while running the dustless saw, does that take away the rest <laughs> of your $15 to spend? This, I guess this is we're, we're saying this dustless saw. No, not saying any brand is a non-OSHA. I'm uncomfortable with saw. the fact that I can buy a laborer. <laughs> or like, a foreman. Or a foreman. Uh, yeah. I'm a little bit uncomfortable with that. I don't, are you? Is that how we trade? Like, are we involved in human trafficking? <laughs> like, are you to saying... be fair, I've never seen a $3 pickup truck either. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got to use your imagination here, guys. This is... Uh... I get a okay. paper. So you're saying the problem with you're saying the foreman costs five dollars just because of the overhead costs of a foreman. Well, I would assume that the foreman knows a little bit more than the labor. So you're by you're you're getting somebody who's skilled versus somebody who's not skilled. That would be the difference between why the labor is three dollars and why the foreman is five dollars. And these are all debatable. You can definitely mix and match, and maybe we can talk about that after the fact. But at least for this segment, we can keep things kind of. Uh, so does the lab does the lab can the laborer potentially grow to a foreman when the budget increases, like the salary cap? Well, eventually you maybe want to start with a for, uh, labor because you think you can train a laborer to become a foreman someday. So basically, fifteen dollars is this year's salary cap, Batman. That's exactly it. Yeah. So you're the Gary, you're the Gary Batman of this, apparently. We'll go with that. I like that. Okay. I don't like that actually, but. Uh, let so me get a means, paper. Yeah, that means Canadian Canadian landscape businesses will never win the landscape cup That's true. ever again. There's months <laughs> in charge. Nobody wants to come to Canada to play. That's All right. True. All right. So fifteen dollars to spend. Are you guys uh have you guys started to write down what you want? Yeah. Yeah. What are you guys thinking here? Any $1 things that you're going for? Um, so I'm definitely going to buy a demo sauna plate compactor. You're not going for the reversible at $3? No. Fuck. Well, because that reversible, you can't put a fucking pad on. Ooh. I don't have any money for a roller packer, so I have to buy a regular compactor so I can put a pad on it thinking oh i don't know isn't that the point of this exercise (laughs) (laughs) what are we doing here i'm trying to say if i had to finish a job what what could i actually you need essentially what you well whatever you don't take here you're saying you're going to rent exactly 
if you need to on a job. But so you wouldn't want to rent hand tools. So you might as well get hand tools for a buck, right? I wouldn't want to rent them. No. No, so I had I, a client. I had a client who rents all their saws, demo saws, all their lasers, and all their plate compactors on a monthly rental charge. And then they break down. They just call and the rental company brings them a new one, but they don't own any of it. Hmm. So you, they're doing that because it, it's cheaper than, in theory, cheaper than buying a new saw every year. But, but I don't. It's not how I would operate. So whatever. Yeah, I've got my 15 here. I think I just figured mine out here. This is awkward silence, this drill. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you anticipated this part of it, Mike. I didn't. Usually usually you take things away, PK, even when you're thinking. Uh, I take things away. So I feel like hand tools it has to be cemented in there. Do you guys do either of you guys not have hand tools in your list? I have hand tools. It has to, you have to have hand tools. Chad. You're trying to get the best bang for your buck here too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I want to know if Mr. Tilt Rotator bought a tilt rotator. Yeah, That's me too. I want to know that enough. too. I think Chad's muted. I don't think he knows that. We haven't been able to hear you this whole time. Yeah, sorry, I was. I coughed and I forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> That's uh, why there's this uh, awkward uh, silence. Okay, <laughs> what what is an altimeter? Uh, that's like a zip level or a smart level. Hmm. So Chad, did you say hand tools cemented in? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we got hand tools there. Um, what about a demo saw? Did it, or did you guys go dustless? No, demo saw. <laughs> demo, demo saw? saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're just starting out, you can get away with inhaling some fucking dust for a bit. That is not a ringing endorsement of not wearing a mask or like Jesus. All right, we both uh, so we all all three of us have hand tools and a demo saw. No dust okay, I'm, saw. I'm done too. Okay. Is everyone who but does everyone run down their list? Or should yeah, we just, let's go just run through. down our list? Yeah. Should we and just let's let's run together? down our list and then okay. see, see what we have in yeah. common after? I'm gonna do check marks for everything that Chad buys that I buy. Cool, me too. On my list okay. to see, and then I'll do X's for Mike. Just okay. I know you guys can't see my list, but I want you to understand how I'm identifying you. Okay, let's start at the bottom. If we want, if I'm going to go first, um, hand tools and demo saw. Yes, the big two dollars there for the both of them, right? Yeah. Um, I need a laser level, so it's going to cost me another two dollars. I'm up to four dollars now. Um, moving up the list, reversible compactor, so I can do my base and my walls. Right, that's okay. three bucks. So five, that's seven dollars. Um. Sort of the same way we did things. The first machine we bought was a mini skid. Well, it was a tractor, but once we got rid of that mini skid at $4. And uh, we also need a dump truck. So my grand total is $14. And I'm putting $1 into savings with the hope that it'll grow for next year. You don't want to dust the saw along with your demo saw? Absolutely not. No, I believe in putting money in the bank wow. for a rainy day. I think here's, that's here's very my important. question. For you, yeah. No, I don't have a. I don't have an excavator, so I can't have a tilt rotator. No, hold on. Okay, well, fair enough. So I think you're at fifteen. No, uh, no. three, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Really? Okay. Yeah. So my question is: You got this mini skid? Yep. And you got this dump truck? Yeah. 
and you're leaving your you're leaving your your house because you don't have a yard you're just starting yeah and you're looking at the mini skid and you're looking at the dump truck and you're like hmm how am i gonna get anywhere this fucking sucks i guess i'm driving the mini skid behind the dump truck Uh, are you gonna build a build a crazy set of ramps to drive it into the back of a dump truck you're gonna float buy a a, use the float uh, i'm only only bringing this up because i thought about going this route and then i was like fuck i gotta move this fucking mini skid around i needed a dump trailer no word of a lie we had ramps outfitted from our dump trailer that would go on our uh first five ton dump truck we would drive these ramps were like eight feet long and it was sketchy as shit on multiple occasions, we would put that mini skid in the back of that five ton dump truck. All right, I can accept maybe, that. That's uh, maybe did that's we... where my extra dollar goes. Chad, did you get the reversible or did you get the compactor? I got the reversible. Okay, so according to my math, it's you got sixteen dollars. Am I wrong? Sixteen dollars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you went a dollar over. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's why I put the dump truck at three dollars. No, you're right. <laughs> Andy, Andy, Andy oh, Mulder is no. going to be disappointed in you. You yeah, borrowed but... money. You got to run a cash based business. You can't bury yourself oh, in no. debt, Chad. Oh, no. Chad's all excited that he's got a dollar in the oh, bank. I got a dollar in the <laughs> bank. He's got a maybe, dollar in debt. Maybe, not, that, maybe that's the that thing things to come with my that, audit. That thinking you have a dollar in the bank when you're really a dollar in debt, that is how you start a business. That is, Chad just. Accurately yeah. described to everybody <laughs> how you start a fucking business with this oh, chart. No. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You just got real about it. Got you got fucking it. real. I'm spending, spending more money than I have on shit that I'll need later. That's the whole yeah. point of this exercise here. Over leverage. So oh. is it my turn? Well, Chad has to update his so we can come back to Chad and go to PK there. Well, let's take out a. Uh... A demo saw, I guess I'll rent it. Ooh. When I need that I'm on par. Yeah, I then you're on par. But do you have to rent the blade separately? Uh you could buy the blade. Well, no, I have no more money. They used to measure well, I've I've <laughs> rented blades, they measure them or something. I fucked up. Yeah, I remember yeah, you'd have to rent the blade separately with like an extra forty bucks or something like that. I remember when I was really young like barely driving and someone sent me to go rent a demo saw and cut a bunch of steel in some playground, cut down a bunch of playground equipment or something. And so I just went to the de- rental store and was like, yeah, I need a demo saw. And they're like, do you need a diamond blade? And I was like, sure. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. And then I went to the playground and I cut all day with it and I bought it back. And that was, they used to measure how much you'd burned off the blade and then charge you for that. And I had burned the whole blade to nothing <laughs> <laughs> from like basically brand new oh. from brand new. Holy shit. Well, that's what happens when you cut steel with a diamond blade for the whole fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't good. <laughs> Wasn't great. Yeah. One of the many pitfalls of my existence. So do you want me to list mine, Mike? Maybe yeah, I got, go for to, maybe I got to 16 too. I would like to point out that also, Chad maintained his through Chad maintains what he says through and through. He even in this you're just starting your business how to hardscape exercise 
doesn't know his fucking numbers. <laughs> Have you thought about software uh, for no. three dollars, Chad? Can't afford it. I think you need it. Can't afford it. Yeah. Well. All right. I'm gonna see if mine goes to sixteen here. Uh, so the first thing I had was a pickup truck. Because also when I'm starting my business, I can't afford a second vehicle, and I don't want to drive a dump truck to the grocery store. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Normally, when you start a landscaping business, your pickup truck is your go-to for everything you're doing. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. yeah. You're right. Don't want to pay insurance on two vehicles. I don't want to have a car to pay insurance on it. I'd rather just have this. Anyways, that's my theory on pickup truck. I want a dump trailer because I think that you need to have a way to dump and pick up materials and float to your um, mini skid. So that's $9 because I also have a mini skid. And then I had hand tools. I had a standard plate compactor because um, it takes a bit longer, but you can also put a pad on it and you can, there's lots of times the reversible is inappropriate, but if you were to, just do small lifts. You could use a smaller plate compactor and get away with it. Or if for the amount of time I would need a reversible, I could rent one, I guess. That would be my... Uh, I had a demo saw. Um, and I had a laborer. Yeah, Chad had no employees? I didn't start out with employees. Wow. Thanks. I can absolutely see how they're worth it, but if I have no money to pay them, I guess since I'm in the hole. So the only reason I didn't take a laser level was because I felt like most of my projects at the start of starting my business would be small walkways and stuff. So it wouldn't be something that I would need immediately starting the business. Yeah, you're right. I would be pulling string lines and stuff to find heights. That was my theory on, because I almost checked laser level because mm-hmm. I feel like it's, I can tell you I did not check altimeter, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't check laser level because I felt like sm- I would be starting out when I start, I've started any business. It's always super small jobs that don't need a laser level. So you had, Hand tools, compactor, truck, dump trailer, saw, labor. I feel like I missed something there. I had pickup truck. Yeah. Dump trailer. Yep. Hand tools. Yep. Compactor. Mm-hmm. Mini skid. Oh, I didn't see Demo that. saw. And labor. And for the record, my mini skid would be an S70, not an actual mini skid. Because at the starting of my business, I want to have an S70 so I can use it in the winter and get some sidewalk contracts with a bigger contractor to keep myself afloat all winter when I first start. And I can't do that with a mini skid. But with a S70, I can put a door on it and heat and I can get out there and plow the fuck out of those sidewalks. <laughs> so that's that's how I ended up with that list. What did all right. You- I went hand tools. Demo saw. I did go altimeter. I got a labor, a pickup truck, and then I got the uh, website. So I've got leads coming in immediately. And I don't have to go door to door or anything like that because I got no more money. 
got my pickup truck that I need. I'll just run bins as I do now. I got a labor, so I'm not doing all the hard work. But I, I might even change the labor plus the altimeter and get a foreman for that $5. And then I've got a demo saw and hand tools. Hmm. You're going to rent any equipment you need? Going to rent any equipment I need like I do now. And then the other thing is, like, it would be nice to have a compactor. I don't see how you can work without some kind of compaction. I will rent a compactor each job. Kind of like how Chad has to rent a demo saw. That's kind of what I'm yeah. stuck with. Okay. So you're saying a foreman is more important than a compactor. Uh, well, harder to find. I can find a compactor anywhere. I can rent a compactor. I can't rent a foreman and it's difficult to find. But a, you can be a foreman. I could, but I could also, since I've got the website, I could be just running around getting all the leads lined up and helping out whenever possible. Are you really worried that you're going to be swimming but, in work? But just to, just to say, like I, my list right now as it is, is a labor and an altimeter, not the foreman. I just said that as a side note. Yeah. You have you have a laser and an altimeter? I do not. No, I said an altimeter. So you think you so when you think back to when you first started your business mm -hmm. and ninety nine percent of your work was lift and relays, how many times would you have gotten the altimeter out of the truck? <laughs> Never. <laughs> well, I'm saying this isn't about building the business you have now. This is about no, I know. the day I know. you started your business. So, but I find an altimeter is perfect for estimates. And with my website uh, there and all the leads coming in, that's going to help me with my estimating. And so, I can use it on the job site as well. Do you think that burying yourself in tons of super high-end leads when you it's just you? Well, it's not necessarily high-end leads too, right? Ranking and... number one web ranking number one websites don't bring in shitty leads. Well, they do, but they bring in a lot of really high-end leads. They bring in all types of leads for sure. Yeah, I'm just saying you're... You're not worried about burying yourself in work when you you're renting a compactor, because this is we're talking day one, right? Absolutely, yeah. You on, so, so what are you guys gonna do for getting leads immediately? I, I never had a that, problem. Like I, I've never had a problem getting a job. I really? paid my bills at the retailer, and they pump my tires there. Yeah, that's true. Like I got paid, they got paid. They're like, "Wow, Chad pays his bills real quick." Let's pump them up for another one. I'll tell you, know? you when I started, I, you want to hear a story about how I found work when I first started my business? Yeah. This, this is how I found work. I was mm -hmm. in line at a government office getting a health card. And I the late, this one. Oh yeah. I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying you got to put the, you got to put it out there. That's when you true. First, when you first start, you got to just every single person you meet, you got to put it out there. You got to find some way to lead them into a conversation about landscaping. So when I started my business, I didn't have trouble either, but I had already been in the industry for seven years. And just like you guys, you guys had already been in the industry for quite some time. I guess I just kind of go into this uh, practice as I've ju just decided to start landscaping. I got nothing, no experience, nothing. I still think a number one ranking website sinks your business. You think so? I just think it brings in too much and you can't handle it and it overwhelms you. Hmm. 
I go back to when we did two trade shows. Traditionally, every year we did one trade show back when that was a thing. And we would sell it our season based off the, the one trade show. And then one spring, we decided to do two trade shows. And all it did was overwhelm us with leads and we couldn't focus on the stuff we really wanted because we were trying to respond to too many things. And then it, it basically crushed our season. Having too many leads is actually worse than not having enough. Because when you don't have enough, you spend a lot of time on everyone and you focus and you get better. When you have too many, it's the worst thing you can do to your business is have too many leads. Especially when you're first starting out, you're going to try to chase down every fucking lead. When I was starting out, the biggest thing that helped me was that I knew contractors already and I knew the ones that did good work. And since I was just starting out and I just wanted to lift and relays, I went to them and said, hey, I'm not trying to like compete against you guys, take leads. Any leads that I get that I'm are projects that I do not want to take on because they're too big for me. I'll give them to you if you guys give me those lift and relays and those little tiny jobs that that come into you. And they're more than happy to do that, obviously. But um, that's how I started my business, essentially. Yeah, I did the same. I put up things in the grocery store on a cork board. <laughs> I was, and you, I cut all the things at night. I would have my phone number and people could tear it off. And take the phone number. That worked. I'm just saying any leads that my website would bring in, that's the route I would go if I was too overwhelmed with leads. And then and then I could fine-tune my business to the leads that I want essentially there. I just I just feel I don't know. I mean, that's the whole point of this is to have a difference of opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just shocked that none of you guys took the headquarters software. I think you might be in the wrong. (laughs) You didn't even take your software. (laughs) I don't know if this is a know your numbers crowd. I I just don't know if it is. (laughs) I, looking back, now that the list has been in my face for the better part of 15 minutes now, um, I would change my whole business model. I don't even want to be a brick guy anymore. Like, I think if I take that excavator and that till rotator and a dump truck and a little plate compactor, does that add up? No. 10, 14, 15. Got it this time. I'm just going out and I'm spinning that bucket all day. I'm not doing any brick work. I think that's... Well, you could get into the excavating. It just says, it doesn't say, are you starting your hardscaping business? It says, are you starting your business? Yeah, I know. I I, I like this outlook. When about the whole thing, we all automatically went to what we know, and it's the hardest fucking way to make money. It is a super shitty way to make money. Like, we're all beat up, and we're all jaded, but like, it's fun, right? For the most part. I I walked into one of our... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I walk. No, go ahead. No, no, I'm. I got nothing else to say. I I was in one of our tool trailers today. I was like, "There's like thirty grand worth of fucking shit in here. What the (laughs) fuck is going on?" That's not including the trailer. 
we we have a couple of responses here. This is what I wanted to get while we we're doing this. Uh, okay. Panorama dot interlock says hand tools, a dustless saw, compactor, pickup truck, dump trailer, excavator, and a laborer. Uh, Mountainside underscore landscapes agrees with that, except they would get the skid steer over the excavator or the mini skid. The mini skid. Yeah. I think the mini skid is good because you're you can excavate with it and you can haul with it. I'm not saying that's the prime, but day one, job one, you can dig out, dig it out with something and you can dump it into the dump truck or the dump trailer, however you go with that. That's uh to me, I think that's the that's if you're only gonna have one piece of equipment, I feel like that's the piece to have. Because a full a full frame skid steer is great, but for me, who only works in places with 38-inch openings, it sucks. <laughs> it doesn't get in the backyard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Neither of those guys picked an altimeter, Mike. Yeah, neither of them or did. The or a laser level. And they both went with dustless. Hmm. Where are they from? That's a good question. They might be from the States. I feel like America is the land of the dustless saw. Freedom and dustless saws dominate American <laughs> culture. Green Monster you... Landscape says three tilt rotators, of course. Three tilt rotators. <laughs> <laughs> no excavator to put them on. So just three fucking tilt rotators, baby. <laughs> uh, New Leaf Ottawa is going dump truck, excavator, reversible plate, laser level, hand tools. No employees there. And uh, Breezy027 goes skid steer, excavator, two pieces of equipment, uh, pickup, reverse compactor, and hand tools. That's a good route, too. I feel like that's a solid list. I, I That's a good list. I like Chad's idea of becoming an excavating company and saying, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to dig pools. Yeah. Follow the pool guys around, dig them then you're out of there well that's all i got guys great that was fun that's all you got i, I you still was... stick with the website over uh what you guys are saying there yeah. different uh, beginnings I, I yeah different i i think there's a place for that website just not day one because what are you filling it with day one that's not work you did Oh, that's a good. I didn't think of that before I made it. <laughs> Public domain photos. Yeah. <laughs> you just go to your uh, landscape supplier and take a bunch of pictures of their uh, displays. The problem with public domain photos is once you start using, I don't have the same. I know you guys both are very like anti. I don't have the same. Use whatever pictures you want. I don't give a shit. But the, the real problem with public domain photos is that the work you're probably doing when you first start out, like Mrs. Jones' red patio, two-by-two two patio, you can't take pictures of that and then put that on the website beside your super high-end public domain pool with a grotto. I just They don't mesh. So uh, it, or you, you, know, you aren't going to start Instagram and start recording look at us putting in these patio stones when your website's full of you know lazy rivers <laughs> like jobs <laughs> with palm trees 
I like going to websites when you see someone with a palm tree in the picture and you're like, you're fucking from Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> but then the argument on that side is always, well, I'm just showing people what I could do for them. I'm just showing people what I could do for them. You're also showing people what you've never done for anyone else. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yep. My website is filled with things I've never done. I'd like to, though. Give me the opportunity. <laughs> I haven't even been on my website in years. Really? I get spam. Oh, let's look up Chad's website. website. Yeah, let's look at Chad's. Let's do the SEO um, episode. It's fuck. Okay, look up Chad's website. Quick, put it on the screen, Mike. Put it on the screen. I haven't seen it. Then I don't have to look it up. I did have some uh, actual. I We have some questions and some topics after this as well. Uh, oh, no. Better What's hurry. your website, Chad? Natural Design Landscapes? Just Google it. See where it comes up. I don't oh, yeah, know. I guess we can see the entire uh, the Google an, listing and an everything. NDL. NDL won't show anything, I'm sure. I don't know, but I found the oh, results on search. My Google uh, Assistant just said hi. Hi, Google Assistant. How much did the Assistant cost you? <laughs> the the so Hello you Google, Google thing? If you Google just, NDL, the first thing that comes up is something French that I don't understand. Oh, it's I wouldn't a, understand it a, either then. It's a college. It's some kind. Oh, Le College de Notre Dame de Laurier. Oh, uh, I guess here's a good time to announce my university. Oh, nice. <laughs> this is NDL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the National Digital Library of India comes up. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. NDL Wikipedia. The Nardal Railway Station. Some more about Chad's University in Quebec. <laughs> the National Dodgeball League comes up. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I that is cool. What does NDL stand for in the free dictionary? That's another thing that comes up. And then there's some kind of thing called an NDL portal. <laughs> well, Chad. <laughs> All right, let's open this That's website. Where my up. online courses are in the portal. Natural Design Landscapes, Cornwall. Yeah, he's here. But you don't even have a Google My Business page. Because I don't know how to work it. <laughs> I had uh, to get my tech guy to build my fucking email. <laughs> Are yeah. you opening it up, Mike? Yeah, I'm. It's it's loading here. Oh, gotcha. uh, but you, you need still... to Google my business page for sure. For sure. Yeah. We are experienced landscape professionals. We build beautiful landscapes. The header. Uh, we build functional spaces. Not only where do you that see not that only way? look. We build functional spaces that not only look beautiful, but can weather our extreme climate for years to come. We don't just build beautiful landscapes. We build beautiful landscapes to be better. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Experience, capability, results. Nice. Some of the, Some of the things NDL word. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like the I like the wave, Chad. Do you? Yeah. I like, like the wave. Like this, yeah. Propelling yeah. you into the future. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. And then a list of services, tree planting, excavation, and grading. Nice. 
Happy customers. Happy customers. Chad, Chad, <laughs> Chad came back after oh, nine sorry. years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> His nine-year warranty is best in the business. That's actually, Santa is actually my uh, travel agent. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. She's awesome. So did you actually do work for her? Or she just put that out there when you first started. No, we did. We did a pool surround for her. from the same pool guys that ripped off my other clients. Ooh! Well, she came out better then. Yeah, she came out before the the dirty thieving, the downfall. <laughs> the yeah, you have a request to quote button. That's a great yeah. button. Yeah, area I'll tell you service, that gets me. all that. Glen Gary. Oh, there it is. It doesn't say corn. It doesn't say Cornwall. Stormont Dundas and Glen Gary is Cornwall and surrounding area. Those are townships around here. Oh, but it doesn't say Cornwall. It's fine. Doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm not hurting for work. <laughs> I just fucking <laughs> disappointed. It says shop location Cornwall, but we yeah. don't work in Cornwall. No, we don't work. We don't share where we eat. <laughs> i'm kidding we even have a house button on there look at that where's that that's old fashioned. oh man yeah i want to get run what's, through my what's house your, what's your what's your house profile like oh that's that's ancient it probably doesn't even work probably locked out of that it could be oh no look 12 oh, reviews no. 12 we reviews have 12 reviews wow yeah Look at it. That's ancient. Red all that dead. stuff is fucking old. Red isn't dead. That's baby. the title they, of They one all of have photos. fancy names and stuff. Nobody wants Out to with the to old. This. Framing the deck. This is great. Yeah. Out with the pool, in with the patio. And we took a pool out and filled it. Multifunctional space. Yeah. Poolside black and tan. Nice. Isn't that like I, an alcoholic beverage of black and tan? I love black and tan. Oh, there you go. Yeah, the importance Driveway of an entrance. entryway, and you got the diamond pattern and the uh, yes. accent there. Yeah, load the next six projects. You spend a lot of time on this job. Typical that job one. cost one thousand to a hundred thousand. Yeah, you have forty eight yeah. followers. I don't know what that means. I don't know what like, it means. These either, are but... really old projects. Like... Everything ties in. Have you ever done uh, any repairs? On... <laughs> Uh, I haven't done a repair on any one of those. If we keep loading these, are we going to hit the nine-year one? I don't think so. No. You could try. No. Tandem patios. Elevated entrance. Wait. Driveway enhancement. Castle wall fire feature. Armor stone on the river. Did yeah. you name these yourself? I, I named them all myself. Poolside eh? Paradise. <laughs> these are great. I like the names. <laughs> these are really fucking old. Overlaying, oh, overlaying pavers on existing concrete. That could cause chaos. That, <laughs> that's a potential hotbed of controversy right Do there. You know what the worst part is? I didn't put a fabric Cur down. See? Under Ooh. those pavers. Curve appeal. This Curve is, appeal. This was a, a, a phenomenon that I always enjoyed where people would just want a random circle just yeah. put me a circle pack yeah. in just jam a fucking circle pack in somewhere i don't <laughs> i don't care if it's like slightly off center or it's not quite like it's just yeah. i need a circle pack fucking jammed in yeah put the circle in there can we put two circle can can one circle kit make two circles 
I don't know. We get. Can we do two? Oh, two. Or can we do two half circles? One two here and half. one over there. Could you make a yin and a yang? Make a fucking yin and yang out of this bitch. Uh, Egg shaped oasis. Yeah. Egg. And you got that uh, aluminum edging. In aluminum there. edging. Count the spikes in there. Can you see them? I probably used three spikes per fucking length. Really? <laughs> I don't know. See, Dude, that's the old. kind. That's the kind of edging we used to have. We used to flip it around. Flip it around under the yeah. pavers. Yeah. See, the the last five minutes have been great, but no one can see any of this shit. So Bar by the water. Useless to them. Yet another overlay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now there's a project <laughs> title. Yet another overlay. Another yeah. tackle block project. Yeah. Small tackle block patio. Yeah. Was this a trip down memory lane, Chai? Can you remember all of these? I can remember all these. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the remember, one. Do you remember getting these, these jobs like that were, you know, like that patio that was just there, the second job, and being like crazy, like just amazed that someone hired you to do that? Yeah. Go back up to that. One of those. Which one? Your best know, of house up, awards? My best of house awards where they just try to hawk shit at you. They want you to buy their fucking sales something or whatever. But, yeah, if, if you guys ever Googled, it's like almost impossible to get out of their contracts. I they... never answered their the phone calls. Yeah. So three but... house badges. That one they're like that small tickle walk patio. Go oh. up. Small tickle. <laughs> that... Oh, there's yeah. more pictures in each of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I can't hit you with just one. There's yeah. a teaser. <laughs> it sucks you in. There it is. Four. That's that was probably taken with your current iPhone model. My wow. Like an iPhone it's six or something. That like old. That. <laughs> yeah. iPhone six. <laughs> yeah. I just remember when like getting a job like that when first I'd be so amazed that someone hired us to do yeah, it. Like, just, and you made that. like eight hundred dollars for that or something. Well, I lost eight hundred dollars, but man, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a good review so what did you think of chad's seo like i don't think chad's trying to optimize for seo no. i don't think he needs the the leads if i would say anything it's like uh it's a one page website so you would want to make a page for each of your services and you'd want oh, yeah. to make a page for each of your um go up studies. to uh yeah, those things. I think you can click on those. Oh, pictures. they are. Oh. So you boop one of those and something comes up and there's some pictures of that and they're ancient, but yeah. Some shit that we did. Can and... you click X engraving? I want to see if Chad's tractor shows up. No. I think that was just the, the pool or this the... doesn't really look like excavating. There is some excavating. There's some excavating. Yeah, but nobody wants pictures of fucking holes in the ground. Isn't that what excavating Ooh. is? That's my pool. Well, that's your pool. Yeah, that's my house. All the water drains into the pool. Pretty awesome, eh? Is this going to be where the um, oppression summit is? Uh, yeah, yeah. We can do it at the house. The pool. That's closed, a nice but... patio furniture. Yeah, my wife chose it. So... I like that patio furniture. I remember when I remember you did this that. one. I remember when you did that job. Yeah. That one made a splash. I remember it. Nice. Yeah. I remember this one. Yeah. I think that's around the time when I started following you. Oh. Yeah. Look where that led you, Mike. 
<laughs> oh no! That was one of the worst clients of my life. This is your space, yeah, I right? Pull, I pulled that all up. We're gonna pour concrete. Oh wow! Why did you pull it up? I'm sick of it. I figure we're gonna put like an actual concrete floor in the office and heat it and stuff. Like it's gonna be a real actual space. So nice. <laughs> hydro seating nice sodding watering the whole shebang i should nice. update those photos one day the thing is most of my commercial work comes in regardless of what the website looks like so what does it yeah. matter you know yeah. yeah so what we do is we would create a page for each of your services and your your uh work areas as well and then have like your phone number up here oh god that's the last thing i want yeah it's a fucking phone number (laughs) and these would be clickable as well these would have their own pages as well yeah nice so the last thing i need is a visible phone number the last thing i need is (laughs) last thing i need is more leads i'm good well i mean there's but i like the social in the future maybe right like I we're just fortunate enough that right now we don't need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always think it's like I always go on the side of it's always nice to have. Here's the thing. Is it worse to not have a huge presence with a website or is it worse to have one? And then not follow through on all the leads that you're getting. That's true. But as soon as you need it, it takes it takes a long time for your website to start to rank, right? So when you when if you get to the point where you're, you actually need it, it would take like the whole year for you to get to where you would need it to be to start to get leads in. So you're already behind the eight ball. So that's why, like, for sure with websites. The thing about this, chat is you've got a website that's old, and that's, that's like, the best part of it. So you've already got, like, half the battle there. Because the older the website is, the, the better it is. But you also want to show Google that you're updating it and all these different things that you got different pages for things. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, at least you have a website because that's that's a big part of it as well. Yeah, I think it's uh, like I say. I'm we're fortunate enough not to need it, but one day maybe we will. So I just I'm so bad at getting back to people about As residential stuff that I don't think it would do. It would be helpful for us. Yeah, like I think it would just drag my name through the mud. I'd rather them not be able to contact me than try a million times and me not get back to them. You could always put like uh, in the contact us form, like booking 2025. <laughs> yeah. So is that any better though? Like, I, I don't know. I don't, but then he, then he would say. forget that that was there. And in 2025. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do we look at the Payer King website? Sure. Well, I'm yeah. good for that. I'll do that. <laughs> 